Best thing about open lines is I never know where you're going to go. Let's find out. Dan is in Wisconsin on Coast to Coast. Dan? Hey, Ian. Thank hey. you much. Yeah. Uh, first off, I'd really like to say it's a privilege and an honor to be heard by the Coast to Coast listeners, researchers. I call these people at night researchers because the people in the daytime are just sleepwalking, listening to the mockingbird media of falsities. But the researchers up at night, they're the people that are actually awoke. <laughs> well, I listen, let me, let me I want to make a point on that. I wish more people did original research and just going online and reading stuff. That's not really research. So I'm with you. And I think that that's a cool thing about a lot of these coast to coast authors and what a lot of our listeners do is they go out and they find something. They don't just repeat what they've read. They go out and they find something. They go and do in their own investigations. They go places. That's what I really admire. But go ahead, Dan. That's exactly the point, to inspire, you know, to do research. Yeah. If you want to know more, do the research. Right. But don't just sit in the in the in in your gaming chair you know, and come back and go, I read this thing. It's like, yeah, okay, fine, but this is not really research. But So where do you want to take us, Dan? Well, I heard you talking about uh, the late Phil Schneider, and I've seen all of his videos. But I also, I was even in contact with Dr. Fred Bell in the late 90s. He had written a book on medicine, alternative health care, you know. Right. But uh, he was being interviewed by Jesse Ventura on his TV show. And uh, I don't know if it was then, but he mentioned that uh, – Phil Schneider was actually uh, taken out because it wasn't what he was saying publicly. It was when he got very drunk and inebriated, the things he was shedding about what was going on underground and things like that. And then Dr. Fred Bell, I think he wanted to stick around and talk to uh, Jesse Ventura about some things on the moon because he was telling him he was also a CIA agent. And Jesse Ventura says, well, of course, with all the knowledge you have, you know. And Dr. Fred Bell, I hope you all know who he is, but he, he's the son or a great-grandson of the bell, the guy that made the phone. So Dr. Fred Bell, he was working with the government, and he saw on the satellite uh, monitors that what they were called fast walkers, these alien spacecrafts. So Dr. Fred Bell was very much in the know on many things and was trying to communicate with these antennas that he made out of sacred geometry, pyramids, and so forth. He was kind of like the pyramid guy. And uh, David Wilcox, interestingly enough, he was the one who discovered this L Tannin antenna. That's L T A N I N antenna. And then this guy, he developed the math to follow how these fast walkers were coming into our our space, our cosmic part. And that math was a breakthrough to the military and so forth. So I encourage the listeners, the researchers, to look into the L Tannin antenna. And if you could find the paper that David Wilcock wrote, you'll have a good first base to uh, to do the research on that. But uh, okay. Dr. Fred Bell, he was also, we call it suicided. They said he died of natural causes. But uh, unfortunately, like the alternative health people who want to tell us about what's in the uh, things, you know, they, they kind of disappear as well. But uh, we got to oh, stay awake. Are you alleging that uh, – who, who is it that you're alleging kills them? Yes. Only no, who, who is it? Who, who's the they? I'm just always curious. What's the, who's the they – as opposed to the, you know, he he committed suicide. Yeah. Well, so, they're the ones that put their finger to the lips and say it's a secret. They all belong to the secret societies that we're not a member of. Okay. And they have to take an oath as uh, 
Bill uh, Cooper told us, if you have to take an oath to join any clique, any club, any uh, religion, it's not a religion, it's a cult. Stay away from it. And these right. people all belong to a cult, and they all send their money, dollars go to Lucifer. It's all to support Lucifer. All right, we'll leave that there. Thank you. John is on the international line in Newfoundland on Coast to Coast. John? Yeah. Hi, Ian. Hey, Newfie. Uh, hi. Um, yeah, good to talk to you. Um, I'd like to talk about uh, what I think are the real causes be- behind the Havana Syndrome. Uh, just before oh, I do, I want to mention that's last so year interesting. the Biden. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, last year, the uh, Biden administration, they released a report uh, into the final research uh, on the Havana Syndrome. And uh, one of the things they said in the report is that radio waves could have caused the symptoms of the Havana syndrome. And right. some of those symptoms are extremely serious, anything from headaches to brain damage. Sure. Um, and, yeah, and, um, and the, the reason I think it's uh, – oh, yeah, one thing is they don't actually say what they think the cause is. And I think the reason they're not saying what the cause is is because they don't want to offend uh, large telecom, uh, you know, telecommunications companies um, because, you know, if people suspected that uh, cell phone towers may be hacked, then, you know, uh, that would be bad for business for them. But um, the reason I think it's cell towers is, well, I've done the research, cell towers can be hacked. There's no doubt about that. And um, the reason I think that uh, they are being hacked by at least one person, it's a person that I know very well. It's a person who is an IT expert. Hmm. And, um, and, and, uh, and basically, I, I started getting some of the very same symptoms, especially severe headaches that the Havana syndrome people got. I started getting that at the end of 2020, December 31st. And uh, then, I, then I would get them on a regular basis at least a few times a month in the last couple of years. Last year and this year, it's been almost every day. And um, the reason I think it's this person is because um, he, this person knows that I'm one of the 4% of the population who is extra sensitive or hypersensitive to electromagnetic radiation, such as the type that radio waves emit, you know, cell towers or any radio waves. So he knows that, and um, I believe that uh, he started doing that um, uh, on December 31st, 2020, which was basically one year after we had an argument, a major argument. And before that, he about six months before that, that I, I believe he started hacking the radio towers, at least the local radio tower uh, in Newfoundland, um, where, where I was at the time, I still am, um, and that was uh, one broadcasting out of the town of Bonavista, Newfoundland, which is a couple of hours north of St. John's, Newfoundland, and um, that I've been listening to radio all my life, you know, for many, many decades, and I never heard those types of problems before on the radio, uh, not just dead air, sometimes over an hour of dead air, but also high-pitched frequencies and tones. Uh, which I recorded, and um, yeah, and 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 so then I believe he started doing that in the summertime. Okay, hang on, you're uh, kind of kitchen sicking me here with a, a lot of things. So your you believe that your friend or the guy you knew is behind this because of an argument that you had. Well, he hacked my devices for years before, like my cell phone and my computers. For example, if he and I had an argument on the phone or, or even a small disagreement the next day, usually what would happen within 24 hours when I would turn my cell phone on, it would turn on and off, on and off, four or five times in a row at that. During those periods, I didn't even have control over 911. If I needed to call 911, I wouldn't have been able to, right? 
And um, also, he's into numerology, so lots of times I get these severe headaches. It happens at particular times of the day, r- reflecting numbers that I know are significant to him. For example, his okay. birthday or my birthday or an address where we used to live that, live at before, that type of thing. So, you see, so he's into numerology, and a lot of these headaches happen at that time. And even the radio problems on, on, on the AM radio, um, they would happen usually at uh, specific times, again, reflecting numbers that... Okay. Uh, I know are significant to him. Uh, oh, wait, now, how thing, how is it that you all are friends? Oh, okay, he's my brother, my okay. one and only brother. There you go. Uh, it was a little yeah. suspicious when you how your history and then everything. So you <laughs> think your brother? Yeah. So, okay. well, so you well, think I your brother is doing this? That, yeah, while we're on that, while we're on that uh, note, uh, Ian, can I can I just please mention I have a nonprofit YouTube channel that I put up with all kinds of extra information about this, um, and, and that's called I Suspect My IT Pro Bro Part Fifteen. That video, uh, IT is capital I and capital T. Everything else can be lowercase. So I'll just repeat okay. it one more time. It's I Suspect My IT Pro Bro. Part 15. Okay, we'll have to leave it there. Appreciate that. Let me get to Jamie and Maui on Coast to Coast AM. Jamie? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, awesome. Cool. I've tried to call plenty of times, but uh, it's great to get through. Um, I'm not here to try to hawk my uh, website or nothing either, or my YouTube channel. (laughs) I just had a question out of the the box. I listen to you talk to a lot of people. and I really like it. I listen to you every time. I, you know, five days a week, I drive home. And, um, I just had a question for both of you. Uh, kind of obscure, but uh, I was just wondering what your guys' take is on um, these sayings that, like, we have as, like, a... Maybe it's just in the United States um, uh, or all over the world, but, like, Time is of the essence, or takes one to know one, or uh, like dreams do come true. Like, is that? I've never heard that quoted by anybody, but I've heard it said by plenty of people, and never been able to pinpoint somebody who's actually said that uh, in, a, in any time frame. Um, is that just like programmed into us to like well, identify it's a, with a, other human beings? It's a cliche. Right. It's a cliche, right? It's just like yeah, it's, we it's we use cliche. Talk. Yeah, we use cliche in our speech all the time as sort of shorthand, kind of like yeah. code. Um, so um, I, I think actually, if you really look at it, there's an origin for almost all these things. A lot of a lot of our most common expressions go back to Shakespeare, um, or the Bible. It's like the Shakespeare or the Bible. And those end up being the the source code, if you will, for a lot of our cliches. Does that help? Cliche, yeah, cliche is a good word because I feel like I run into a lot of people. I mean, especially on Maui. I mean, it's a really transient place. But um, right. for me, I just feel like so many people want to be short with you nowadays instead of, like, really talking to you about oh, yeah. the issues. And they want, and they want to, they want to push their issues, but they want you to ask them about it. And right. Like, I'm all about listening. I want to listen to everything you have to say, but I shouldn't have to ask you. 
And I feel like well, these are the type of questions. Or sorry, go ahead. No, no. Let me tell you something. Before you even go any further, I agree. I teach writing at a university level, and I try to get cliches. We all use them. I recognize that to a degree, but I try to get students to stop talking in that kind of coded speak. And when it comes time to actually write an essay, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell them right up front, I'll deduct a point for every cliche you use because yeah, that's, right. that's just habitual, right? You don't even know what it means, right? Right. You, you, you don't have any... Because you want to say it. Well, and you've heard somebody else say it, and they sounded smart saying it, but you don't actually know what it means. And and it's it's weird to me because I think a lot of them has to have to do with the farm, and people don't grow up on farms anymore. They don't they don't know. What no, they, yeah, right. You know, if you say chicken with the, running around with the chicken with their head cut off, there was a time when actually you knew what that meant. <laughs> you saw that, right? Now, yeah, I, I agree. I, right. Totally. And I and I, I mean, and I'm only 34 years old, but I like my roots are in the Midwest in Minnesota, and I moved out here and. It's it's weird to see, like, the drop in knowledge that people want to contain. Right. So, let let's use. We're in Minnesota, by the way. Uh, like, south of the cities, uh, Hastings area, Red Wing, Rochester. Been there a lot. Um, loved Hastings. Um, Red Wing's that's a beautiful little city, Red Wing. Um, right on. That's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. I love that. I mean, you get on the other side of the river, the so-called God's country isn't that far away. But I mean, look at all the bald eagles that come in and, and roost. and Oh, it's really cool. So, but I think that's what we do. I think especially with the nationalization of media uh, and the Internet and with uh, people who speak in shorthand on digital media and cell phone messages – they they're pretty happy with these meaningless expressions that they well rather they're expressions that have meaning they just don't happen to know what they actually mean and so they 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 repeat them but if you said what does broken record actually mean have you ever heard a broken record well no yeah no <laughs> yeah right nope. so it's like no, how do you know it sounds like a broken record if you've never played a record, you couldn't spindle a forty-five right now if I paid you ten bucks. So, uh, I, I, <laughs> right? I don't even have the ten bucks. <laughs> right, but that's what I'm talking about. It's like you can't. That that's where the that's where cliches come into it. It's a nice, easy way to speak. I don't know if it gets any more nefarious than that. But by the way, I think that. Like, if you go back to the 17th century, that's where a lot of our expressions started, um, when English was really being formalized. And yeah. and it was processing, you know, and, and moving to cities. Um, so, there you go. You know, that's what I... It takes one to know one. You know, I, don't, I don't know where it's from, but I'm willing to bet you it's in the 1700s. Or sixteen hundreds, for that matter. Sometimes. So, all right. Well, let me let me see if I can get one more person in before the bottom of the hour uh, on Coast to Coast AM, and then we're into our last half hour of open lines. I really like that call. That was really interesting. Mike is in Greenport, New York, on Coast to Coast. Mike. Yes. Uh, 
I heard two stories from Mark Bell about reptilians. One of them was a lady who used to call in and call herself the intergalactic diva. And she said one day she woke up having sex with a guy. And Art Bell said, uh, did you say excuse me? And she said, well, it felt good, so I went with it. But then it started getting rough. And Art Bell oh. said, what do you mean it started getting rough? She goes, oh, my Art. And the guy had turned into a reptilian. Uh, and then so... the other story had to do with uh, Red Elk, Indian medicine man. I remember him. And, yeah, uh, I had him on a lot. And he, I had him on once or twice. He was so it had no bottom, and he uh, some people called in and said they had one on their property. And people used to throw refrigerators and stoves down, and they never heard it uh, land. And uh, Red Elk said yeah. uh, once in a while reptilians come up out of these holes. And uh, Art Bell said, uh, I've heard uh, people tell you, ladies tell me that uh, they have sex with these. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> and Red Elk said, oh, many times. And Art Bell said, I was afraid you were going to say that. Uh, or he hoped he was going to say that. You know, it's funny. That, that makes me so happy, Mike, in, in its own weird way, because that really is how Art talked. And I didn't have a lot of private conversations with him, but I certainly listened to him enough. And he created a culture where, you know, that kind of jocularity was so perfectly art. And no, he was being devilish. He he was just trying to get her to say something she didn't want to say, or he was hoping she would say. All right, last half hour. Here come the numbers. Stand by next on Coast to Coast AM. This is Ian Punnett. We're Coast to Coast with your open line calls. Harrison is in Dallas on Coast to Coast. Go ahead, Harrison. Yes, I am, sir. Can you hear me? Perfectly. Awesome. Ian, I've been a fan for years of yours, and especially Coast to Coast area. And uh, I hope I'm not dragging you on the fence, but I'm sorry. I've got to have this question answered so many of your guests are on the borderline it seems every night that okay like let's say astronomy in the bible which the prophets actually seen and and took heed of but now we've gotten to astrology i would just love to hear you expand on that sir thank you you very much No, thank you. Thanks for the kind words. I mean, look, it all comes down to definitions, right? And I would differ on your definition of that the the people in the Bible were astrologers. The wise men were much closer to, uh, no, that the wise men were much closer to astrologers than astronomers. I have to keep those separate. Um, that numerology and uh, and chance and reading the stars that, that that was not far from the the worldview from the from the cosmology of the science of the Bible. This notion of of something more exacting, something more scientific like astrology, you know, we gotta we gotta jump ahead a century or two or sixteen. <laughs> Right, I mean, we don't get into Galileo, maybe Copernicus. I mean, there's, there, there is, and okay, sure, the pyramids, 
that was some interesting work being done in what we would might call today like the foundational work of uh of astronomy um but i don't i don't think it's a the progression that you think it is. In fact, it's really interesting. Have you any, anybody ever looked up drawing lots? You say, yeah, they drew lots. It's just a game of chance. And and the disciples and in the Christian part of the Bible and all throughout that era, the idea that chance was decided by God. So it it wasn't in conflict with God. If If you drew lots you were divining what God wanted people to do. Now we look at it differently. I don't know if that helps, but I always find that interesting. And it tests my view too, because I think, well, gosh, that seems so cheesy. But then when you actually get into it, the reason why the three wise men came was they were following the stars, which they were following astrology, not astronomy. Uh, Patrick is east of the Rockies in Syracuse on coast to coast AM. Patrick? Yeah, I'm here. What happened with Syracuse and Boston today? Hey, listen, we got to have our quarterback out. <laughs> listen, our time is limited, right? <laughs> so I'm about to tell you some things as quick as I can, as fast as I can, before you guys are going to have mind blown. Okay, well, you got to be – okay, go ahead. Quick. So – all started a few years back when Buddy used to always see the drones. Always see the drones. They say, you're crazy. You know, you're crazy. Right. Out on the boat with them, on the river. Holy crap. That ain't no star. Right? That right. quick. You know, so that, my mind's open. You know, I'm open my mind. So as it goes on, um, brother-in-law, a year later or so, and I'm very religious, um, committed suicide. Six years old, look up to him. Um, blacked out drunk. Um, oh, no. I, so I fought with God. You know, for a couple of days drinking, said, you know, he's in heaven. You know, God, you know, it's my brother. And after the two days of drinking, the one day I'm sober, I walk out of my house outside the river, and I see two angels bringing him to heaven. And I'm, I'm in awe, in awe. My eyes are watering. I talk to my priest about it. He's like, aren't they beautiful? I'm like, oh my god, somebody else seen them. Uh, that's interesting. <laughs> Here I am, like, yay! <laughs> I, you know. And he tells me to speak the, speak his word. That's what I got to do. So anyways, and moving on. So I'm opening my mind more and more, and I'm seeing lost souls. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's the demons, the angels. It's a fight for the whole neighborhood. Everybody in the neighborhood is like, come on, you know, everybody have faith. I'm like, holy crap, this is, there's so much more out there, you know? People don't open their minds. That simple, you know what I mean? That simple. God will say, I talk about God, they're like, oh, you're crazy. You know what? God tells you your mind ain't open. Get it together, you know? That simple. So on to that, the aliens, as we always, this is all along. The drones are not all government. They're aliens. As we, as, and I've had, you know, the boomerang thing they've seen in Arizona, 10,000 people. Um, I've seen it a few times. I've um, You know, you know, you see it when you don't. Look, you know, every time you want to look, you're never going to see it. So that, and now the other day, I, I see the boomerang for the first time. I tell a friend neighbor who opened his mind, come on, come on, come outside. And it's messing with me, messing with me. And uh, he comes outside. I'm like, dude, it's gone, it's gone. He's like, all right. And he goes, forget about that. What's that? And I look up in the sky. It looked like a dragon with a string of stars. Like not even the dragon, but just the way it floated through the sky. 
Someone said to me, could be drones. That's how they drop them off, you know, in, in like a string. And it was just, whew. my buddy tries to film it. Buddy tries to film it, and his screen is black. Was we, you know, black. Okay. And 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 I go to film it, and won't even let me put my phone on video. Well, I, I know it's hard. It's hard to tell about that because of the distances and everything. But um, really interesting, and I'm really interested in in the response of your priest too. Um, and um, so I'll I'll let your experience stand on its own for you. I do want to, you did by bringing that up. You did hearken back to another caller who was talking about the different who was wondering whether something was a an angel or a ghost, and the two have nothing to do with each other. It's like, might as well be talking about a a pony and a pogo stick. But I, I am I, I do think that that those are interesting experiences. I, and I understand. I, I think you should write them down too. Pass them along for generations. If you saw them, you believed it. You talked to somebody else. They endorsed it. Works for me. Um, west of the Lock- Rockies, Jake is in Vegas on coast to coast. Yes, Ian. Hey, Jake. That's you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're playing the part of Jake tonight. Is Jake? Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Mister Pine. I just, uh, you know, I'm I'm an older gentleman, and uh, I know what a broken record sounds like. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. In fact, I still play them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you clean them as best you can. You try and get all the gunk out of there, and they still skip and they still stay sometimes. Yeah. Well, sometimes I like to pop and hiss. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole, I don't know if you know about this, but on Sirius XM, there's a channel, a vinyl-only channel, and they'll only play records on vinyl. Oh, wow. That sounds interesting. I, yeah. I have to play my own vinyl here. <laughs> I get that. And, it, it, you know, there are, it, 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 there are a lot of reissues of classic vinyl albums because people have worn them out, and now that vinyl's back in again, you know, people want a fresh, real copy of Dark Dark Side of the Moon, or they want it of, uh, you know, Thelonious Monk or something. So, yeah. yeah. Well, there's, there's used record stores. Once in a while, you can get a good bargain at those. That's true. Pull it out and, and find out that whoever bought it didn't play it much. That's always nice. Right. Yeah, I agree. But it still has, like, yeah. like some albums that still have the plastic sleeve on the inside, and it's yeah. like... It's pristine. It's awesome. I uh, I last called a radio show. Probably must have been in the early 70s, 70, 71. And I called uh, Al Jasbo Collins. I remember Al Collins in Colorado? Uh, well, he was uh, here on the West Coast. But okay. He, I guess he got around. As far as I can tell, he was the one who had a purple grotto, and uh, he'd call in, and he would majuberize you. I uh, know, different guy then, yeah. Yeah, recite the, uh, uh, I ain't got to show you no stinking badges. Why? Right. Sierra Madre. Yeah, you know, it's funny, I, 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 I never heard of this guy. Um, so I'll have to go back and look at him because I, I find old, uh, jock stories and, um, 
you know, the successful local disc jockey who stayed in the business a long time became, uh, you know, a lot of those people are almost totally forgotten. Like I'm reading here just in the wiki page, it says that Jasbo Collins uh, occasionally hosted The Tonight Show in 1957. Okay, that's cool. Didn't know that. Yeah, that's the old Steve Allen days. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guessing. So thank you. I, I appreciate the heads up on that. Let, Jake, let me get to Allen in Katy, Texas, on Coast to Coast. Allen? Oh, man. I was just about to, to pee. I'm, 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 uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it would probably be inappropriate to do that on the air. There's probably no FCC regulation against it, but I would appreciate Sorry it. Sorry about that. I just, I'm on open book here. but um, I totally get it. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's so, uh, yeah, I was just listening, and I realized, like, oh, this is rare. I hear this voice every now and then. And I was like, oh, this is weekly, right? This isn't every day that I hear you. You're a weekly show, right? Uh, who, me? Yeah, I come in about uh, two or three times a month. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. the show's seven nights a week, but I, I get to I get to jump on. Uh, I get it on it anyway. I don't want to waste my time here just rambling here. I got that problem. Right. But, um, you, and you got to pee on top of that. Yeah, so. yeah. That's a problem. I should have done that before. So, <laughs> um, so um, the the guideline, there's no parameters. Right? I hear people talking. They're all over the place talking about just interesting things. There's not like one topic that I should stay on, correct? No, you get to go anywhere you want. Okay. Yeah, the nice lady was asking so i wanted to just kind of bring awareness to something that is is going to be a problem in the future um for people uh certain 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 individuals and i i think it's a problem that no one's talking about it enough but it is public information but it's uh nano robotics yeah uh, have, you, have you heard of that before yeah yeah so um um i'm gonna sound like a crazy person but I, I don't think that this should be unacknowledged, and I think it should actually go to Congress. There is a gang here in Katy, Texas. I've been gang stalked for the last seven years, and they've been harassing me and threatening me every day in little discreet ways where I go places in public, and it would be something they say indirectly for me to hear or something they would wear. What? But something that's been happening to me is what I, what I caught on video would explain what I saw in person three times. So they have weaponized this gang, whoever the hell they are, uh, nanorobotics, and it and it blends into its surroundings like the way an octopus or like a cuttlefish. I don't know if you're aware. Yeah, you I obviously am. know about that. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm going to sound like a crazy person by talking about this, but this stuff is is now like a terrorist act. Because well, you know, it's funny. I, I, I'm curious where this gang got nano robotics. I mean, it, that's a fairly advanced field, um, and one which is very specialized. But um, I'll keep an eye on that story. You know, we talk a lot about AI, but I think nano robots um, could present all sorts of different complications that people are going to be should be looking out for. So, all right, we got that out. Go pee. Uh, let me go to Perry, first-time caller line in St. Louis on Coast to Coast. Perry? Yes. How you Got to be quick. Got to be quick. Okay. So the Chain of Rocks Bridge, uh, as I was a teenager and even younger, I can remember every time it rained or iced, 
there was always a wreck on that bridge and because it, it had a kink in the middle because they started from both sides. It went into Illinois <laughs> and to Missouri. Right. And <laughs> when we got up there on it, as it was closed, and it was like a fairy land because you, the grains all grew up on it. There was so many big dents and stuff from the big old cars and stuff hitting it. Well, I was just wondering if anybody else had had any stories about wrecks on it. Because, I mean, I can remember as a kid always hearing, oh, there's a wreck on the Chain of Rocks Bridge, you know, whenever yeah. it was iced or something. To where I, I believed it was haunted because that's where they, that guy threw the two girls off of. Well, you you could be right. I uh, Time-wise, I don't know that we'll have time to get a remember response. but about the two girls that got thrown off of it? Yeah. Sadly enough, I think that's happened enough that I can't, I don't know that I can pinpoint that, but I'll go look it up afterward, as I often do. I have a little running list. And that leaves me with time enough for Chip in Texas on Coast to Coast, because he's been waiting a while. Chip? Hey, Ian. How are you? Good. Take us where you're going to take us so we can all go Uh, home. Yeah. The energy that is produced within us is produced by our brain, just in that because it works enzymes conduct an energy. As we know, energy never dies. So I call that our soul. Our okay. Spirit. Well, you know, the, even theologians disagree on the difference between a spirit and a soul. But okay. Yeah, they do. Uh, they I'll do. go along with that. That's what kept us divided among most of the human beings. If we all realize that everything we see, hear, taste, and touch is told whether we like it or not by our brain and the energy it produces. Well, that, what we know for sure is um, everybody has a soul, but not everybody's got soul. Yeah, this is true. Like your earth, wind, and fire pick earlier. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> that and made me yeah, very happy yeah. that, you, that you caught on oh. to that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm old enough to remember when it was a freshman. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, but the Dead South he played also. I really yeah. like him. Oh, Dead South's play. excellent. You got to go, yeah. go, go do a deep dive on, on Dead South. You could start with that song. Uh, in Hell, There's uh, Plenty of Company, I think is what it's called. Uh, all right, so uh, it, that, that'll do it for tonight. But tomorrow night I get to be back on Coast to Coast AM, first hour uh, is uh, Robert Young Pelton, who's been everywhere, and he's going to give us kind of his own perspective on some of these conflicts because he's been on both sides. He's talked to these people. He, he knows a lot. Uh, and then our main guest will be about food, religions, cults. Uh, that's tomorrow night on Coast to Coast AM. In the meantime, uh, thank you, everybody. That was a fun night. Deus te mat. I do, too.